0: Carolyn Jasinski was last heard of heading into the central Australian outback on a solo trip in a four-wheel drive, with a two-way radio and a personal locator beacon for safety. We were a bit apprehensive about this off-road experience. As it turns out, so was she. She saw few motorists en route, but dozens of wild Brumbies roaming free she's lived to tell the tale we are pleased to tell you and she explains it all to Graham
1: Kemlow. I just sort of thought in the back of my mind it's a slightly risky proposition to do this on your own and she was also going well not exactly off-road but going on to unmade roads and uh, I guess less frequented uh, pathways the road less travelled um, Carolyn's, uh, she's back, so she's obviously made it. I've spoiled the end of the story. She, she's made it. <laughs> I, I survived. No sharks took her, and no kangaroos, <laughs> and uh, she missed the red bellied black snake. So, Carolyn, welcome back. How how did you go?
0: Oh, thank you, Graham. Um, thank yeah, I've made it back. It, it was so much fun. I yeah. was actually a little bit uh, daunted by part of it, but as you said, part of it was the Marini Loop, and I'll 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 get to that bit. I think we need to follow it sequentially to give sure. you the whole picture. But the the trip was the Red Centre Way. And it's right. one of Northern Territory's favourite road trips. It, people love it. To do the whole lap of the Red Centre Way, you need a four-wheel drive to, yeah. to tackle this Marini loop. So we talked before. I've been in four-wheel drives before, but never behind the wheel. So I've done a few lessons four-wheel driving and and got prepared with extra communications gear so I think I was slightly over cautious in this trip but I always think it's better to be prepared
1: absolutely
0: (laughs) yeah so the trip sets out from Alice Springs flew into Alice hired a four-wheel drive and then went to Uluru was the first trip so the first leg I went south you can do it clockwise or anti-clockwise however you like so I went from Alice Springs south down towards Adelaide and then veered off uh, towards Uluru and Yulara. Yulara is the little village just outside of Uluru. Yeah. So this is a 466-kilometre trek on the first leg, and it's on sealed roads, so it's not a problem, and there's lots of traffic and um, not that many stops, but you can stop at Stuart's Well, Earl Dunder and Curtin Springs. Okay. So these places are just roadhouses. houses. But they also happened to have uh, caravan parks, and, or campgrounds really, and uh, two of them had emus. Lots and lots of emus. Oh, <laughs> Just
1: well, really well, those oh. pets, you mean?
0: Well, they were, I think they were orphaned emus. But I think they actually nursed them back to health. But they were a great distraction for all the people that were stopping there. They were taking photos and all sorts.
1: Well, that'd be a big omelette on your breakfast plate the next morning. <laughs>
0: yeah if you could get one mm. so that that first stretch that took me a day and i got out to yulara so yulara is it's actually a, a big village really and it's the voyages group runs it yeah it's the only place to stay really when you're wanting to go to uluru and they've got everything out there all sorts of accommodation and so and they've got accommodation for every taste and every budget really there's campgrounds there's uh, backpackers places there's you know three-star hotels and then there's their sales in the desert I think is their top one but um, I was at the Outback Hotel which was just lovely very casual but it really it's um, you can just go there and and do free things like uh, painting lessons and didgeridoo lessons and this it's a whole village it's Right. it's quite it's much bigger than i ever thought it was okay but anyway i used it as a base so I'm, I'm at the outback hotel and it's a, it's a nice little spot from there there's buses shuttle buses will take you out to uluru and Katajuta, um, or you could i had the four-wheel drive so i was driving myself so once you get out to uluru this is the highlight i mean it's the heart of the red center really mm. is from uluru and katajuta and which is used to be called the olgas katajuta yeah. and king's canyon so we started uluru there's so much to do here you can do it on your own you can start with sunrise and sunset there's got these perfectly placed platforms everywhere you can you can do it and then you, and then you walk or you can ride or segue around the rock there's Guided, uh, free guided walks from rangers if you want to join those. They're really great. Or I tried out this audio guide. Right. Now, now I'm not very, I hate technology. I'm good at it when you show me how, but I don't really like it. But this was pretty magic. So you put it in the car and you, you hook it up and it works on GPS. And as you're driving past places, it actually gives you these stories. I think there's 100 stories wow. on this audio guide. And it's all from the geology to dream time stories creation stories so you've got a lot of stuff about the First Nations people really interesting stuff the the wildlife the the plants you might be looking at and if you don't want it in the car you can actually just walk around Uluru and as you're walking past places it tells you all about them Mm. yeah really good Um, or you could do guided tours around the area so i i did a bit of both i did a desert awakenings tour which was brilliant it starts with sunrise at this special spot breakfast and the sunrises up there are just gorgeous they are yeah but they, they're pretty stunning mm. uh, um and they, they, this tour also took you to the rock and there was a guided guided tour i i would recommend whether you do the free ones or a paid tour that you get a guide somewhere because they tell you the whole meaning behind the special walks they've got there. They've got a couple called uh, Kanya and the Multijula Waterhole. And there's stories behind why they're called that. And it, the, the Aboriginal meanings behind everything is just... There's something about it that's very spiritual.
1: Mm. I actually and found... Was God, the, was the, were the tour leaders uh, Indigenous people?
0: some yes some no right. but but okay. they all have to go through a special training course so it was quite interesting I did free tours and I did a couple of paid tours and the guides tell you the same story so it's very reassuring to know that they're all getting it right they tell you a certain amount they they get trained in what the stories are and the meanings behind them and also in the bits that they can't tell you
1: Oh, so they've been let into the secrets. No. They
0: no, haven't? No, no. no, they've been told, you can't tell them this because we can't tell you. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: So it's it's really well done. I, I really loved it. And then you get time on your own, you know, just walking around the rock. And I have to say that I ended up in tears one day. What? I don't know. What? I don't know why. I was walking oh. around. It's just something very spiritual about Uluru and, I don't know, I was just walking around suddenly i'm crying and i'm thinking well this is very odd but um, it went okay. and yeah it was it was it's, it's a beautiful place it's it really gets to your heart obviously from uluru the red center way then goes to king's canyon right. and it's it's a 300 kilometer drive so it's not short, so you're backtracking a little bit along Lasseter Highway and then you go north on La Ritcha Road. Very well signposted, all, all these roads. Right. Um, so that's about a three-and-a-half-hour drive to get to Kings Canyon.
1: And so you that, had your GPS in the car, obviously, or your phone?
0: I had the GPS and I also um, downloaded maps offline so that if I didn't have GPS available... A reception in the car yeah that i had the maps there so you can do you can that study. on on right. gmail yeah you okay. can do that on google maps yeah. so yeah and plus i picked up a couple of old-fashioned printed maps which oh. i just love
1: and you had the belt and the braces
0: i did so i was very well prepared you were. <laughs> <laughs> but i tell you what the the drive is so simple um it's lovely you're on a highway there's signs that point you in the right direction, so you're not going to get lost.
1: So you didn't uh, do any night driving with kangaroo no. country out there, is isn't
0: it? No, definitely not. I, I stayed, uh, you know, th- there's places where you can stay campgrounds if you've got a van or a motorhome, but in this one, because I was in the four-wheel drive, I stopped at, at the hotels. also spent a night at a, a Longitude 131. Wow, that's pretty amazing. That's, that's a, gl- at, a,
1: a glamping uh, event, isn't it?
0: glamping on steroids right. it's pretty spectacular that's yes if you've got the money to spend that's how i would do it okay <laughs> the, and the same kind of tours but they're all covered in your stay and this is another part of so then i attacked the marini loop so this so, is the
1: one you were a bit worried about
0: uh, it, i was a bit worried about it. i shouldn't have worried because i had a constant stream of traffic going past me and by constant stream i mean 12 cars (laughs) but it it was enough that had something gone wrong there would have been a car that could have either helped me or gotten to somebody who could help me
1: so this is a dirt road right
0: it's a dirt road and it's about it's 266 kilometers from kings canyon to glen helen gorge but 150 of that is is called the marini loop and it's it's four-wheel drive only dirt road it varies. It's pretty good in parts. It's, it's very wide and the corrugations aren't too bad, but then you'll reach parts that are pretty awful. All that rain that they had in the week before takes its toll. So there's bigger corrugations and then there were big pools of water on the side of the road. And where traffic's had to go around the pools of water, it's, it's kind of destroyed the sides of the road. Wow. And then there's parts that are just... Plain awful, full of big potholes. About the last fifty k's before you hit the sealed road again, uh, and this is heading north towards Glen Helen Gorge. It's pretty, pretty terrible there. It's big potholes, and I can see why it's four-wheel drive only.
1: What were there people towing vans or just cars only?
0: Mainly cars, but I did see four vans being okay. towed very slowly. And, and they'd be uh, four-wheel
1: drive vans, I imagine. the yes. High, the ones high off the ground.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah so and, um,
1: you didn't feel you were going to disappear down one of these holes?
0: No, but big? I, I but I did go pretty slow. Yeah, I probably went slower than you know experienced four wheel drivers.
1: And is fuel available out on these roads?
0: Yes, so fuel's available at from Alice Springs. There's Stuart's Well, Eldunda, Curtin Springs. Yolara, that's that's the village outside of Uluru, and then there's fuel at Kings Canyon Resort, Discovery, and then there's fuel again at Glen Helen Gorge. And On your mobile through. phone, if you call 112, it takes you via satellite to the nearest contact and it, and it, it could be any carrier. <laughs> could you know,
1: be around the world.
0: No, no, it'll be Telstra or Optus or someone like that, but oh, okay. it, it's the nearest person. Yeah. But I also had two-way radio with me and that was just a, a backup did and you check
1: in with anyone on the radio
0: no 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 no. i just had it there in case but like i said there was enough cars that i felt quite comfortable but i had it there just in case there was no traffic and if right. if a truck happened to be within reach it was it was a backup but i think so is it just was... something
1: you'd recommend to auntie auntie fanny with the church choir to go and do this.
0: I would, yes. Now that I've done it, yeah. I I wouldn't head out on a on a solo road trip without it. And I think the also, also a good idea is one of those personal locator beacons. And if you set it off, there'll be people that come out to find you. Yeah. And they can pinpoint where you are. Yeah. But I didn't need it. I had it, I didn't need it. Okay. Thankfully. And well, the, good on you. Reporter Carolyn Jasinski there speaking to Graham Kemlo.